Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode of Talk To Me Now featuring Miss Gracie Pacey. In today's episode, I'm going to be following along with the Rad B from B2K story, and I'm just going to present to you guys what I found and just let you guys know my opinion. I would like to say that I absolutely do believe Raz B and the accusations that he has made, um, and I will show you guys the reason why. But before we get into that story, I'm just going to talk about a couple of trending topics that happened this week. So, obviously yesterday, the 20th of January, was the inauguration ceremony for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris to be made, like sort of a ceremony for them to be made officially President and Vice President of the United States. So, the girls did show up looking absolutely A1. Michelle Obama was one particular standout, dressed all in plum. She looked absolutely gorgeous. Hair was amazing. One particular funny thing that came out from this was the Bernie Sanders meme. I don't know, this guy was just sitting there like he does not want to be there, honey. I don't know what was going on, but it's pretty funny. So, um, obviously, before... Donald Trump had to make his transition out of presidency he did put forth a few pardons for some high profile people Little Wayne was one of them Kodak Black and the CEO of Rock Nation who is in fact a federal informant by the name of Desiree Perez so yes she has been implicated in a lot of crimes and you know we have people like the likes of Meek Mill for example who wants to coin certain people in the industry as a snitch and say rats and never he would never f with them this that and the third meanwhile your boss is a snitch an informer federally that means the FBI you know, he does want to come up against, and I'm talking about Meek Mill here, he does want to come up against people like academics, for example, for posting certain provocative pictures, quote unquote, of him holding guns and saying that this can get him hemmed up, blah, blah, blah. Now, one thing, Mr. Meek Mill, that is you in the picture. You took it. That's you. So if I repost that, you can't get mad at me for saying, why are you posting that picture? That's up and available for everybody to see. And, um, you know, you want to be talking about these are the reasons that you might be getting hemmed up, this, that, and the third. Sir, your boss might be wearing a wire while she's sitting across from you. So don't be surprised when you're getting hemmed up for certain crimes and you're literally working with a snitch. Talking about snitches when there's snitches in your camp. Never stand alone, you're always itching for a stamp. Don't let me get started because I can wrap that whole song. Now, if you guys want, I can detail the entire case with Desiree Perez and what it was that, you know, she was hemmed up for, why she's famous for being a snitch, because it's quite a big story and she did get a lot of people in put in prison for her cooperation with the FBI. Moving on, we're going to talk about other people that were pardoned by donald trump little wayne being one of them he was pardoned on gun charges so we did see that he (laughs) took a picture with donald trump and now everybody is starting to realize why okay we understand i'm not gonna lie to you if i was about to be pardoned by donald trump 
um, or I knew that it, me taking a picture of him would get me pardoned. So I would be standing there, I'd be skinning all of my teeth. You would see even the back teeth, and I would put on whatever outfit you want me to. I'll put on that clown outfit, and I will smile my life away if you're gonna keep me out of jail. F that, <laughs> I choose my life over anything else. Um, one of the people who was not pardoned was Jerry Exotic. He had a limo waiting outside for him, makeup artist, hairstylist, the works. Turns out he did not get released from prison. Rumour has it there was a trail of beer cans leading all the way back to the trailer park where the people done came from. But you did not hear that from me. Lastly, last person I want to talk about, Kodak Black, was pardoned. His sentence was in fact reduced. Now, I'm not 100% sure if he has been released from prison as of yet, but he will be released sooner than right, sooner, sooner than later. Now, the thing is about this, I'm going to get serious with you guys right now. I am not a fan of Kodak Black. I mean, I do listen, I have listened to some of his music in the past. Um, he is pretty talented when it comes to the music department. However... He was a, he was slapped with an R charge um, a couple of years ago. He was accused of R by a young lady in South Carolina. She detailed it. Following that, we did see some of the behaviour that he exhibited towards young MA particularly, which was very strange to me. You know, him saying that he wants to engage with her sexually and she was saying, my guy, this is very uncomfortable for me to stop doing that. And also... He wants to say, he, he did come out and say, I'm not gay because Young M.A. is still a woman. But you do realise she doesn't show up in the world like feminine. So, question mark. But you did not hear that from me. I'm not saying that he's gay. I'm just saying that Young M.A. does not present herself as a feminine woman. Okay, but anyway, let's get back into the story. What I want to come and talk to you guys about. Now, this is very serious. Um... Obviously, you guys have heard the claims of that Basby has made against Chris Stokes and Marcus Houston in particular. This is not the first time that these claims have surfaced. They originally resurfaced back in 2019 when Rasby decided that he was no longer wanting to take a part of the Manelium tour, which Amarion had worked so hard to put together and got, you know, all the group members back together because it wasn't just um, the B2K that was involved in this tour. It was pretty Ricky, Chingy, the Yin Yang twins, um, Bow Wow, lots of you know people from that time making great music so he put the, the tour together it ended up going south because Rasby decided that he was not comfortable being around Chris Stokes actually let me correct myself Rasby is officially off the tour I don't feel safe because I feel like Chris Stokes is around so guess what I'm off the tour. Good luck no to everybody. No disrespect to Amari uh, because he's my brother. Amari, if you come talk to me and you want me to do this tour, I'll do this tour, but I'm officially off the tour. Okay? Oh, and guess what? I guess we're about to sh uh, shoot the new uh, Surviving Chris Stokes movie, right? So, Leo, yo, yo, Ricky Rowe, call Lifetime because I'm ready to talk. Now, he originally claimed that he was molested by Chris Stokes and Marcus Houston back in 2007. There is um, a video clip that surfaced that he made. He recorded, confronting them, talking about it. He has video clips of himself talking on the phone with several family members of Marcus Houston, including his sister, and, you know, letting them know what happened. 
So I'm, I'm, I'm calling y'all this morning. Why is Omari going on radio overseas and in New York saying I have bipolar and that I take pills? Answer that question because it only came from one place. Because right now I'm upset. I'm upset. And I'm affected. And I've been affected. And I've been affected since I was 13 years old, Marcus Houston. Since I came to live with y'all. So do me a hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get it out. And I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna shut up. And I'm hold on. Let me say what I gotta say. I, I didn't tell you to shut up. I said let me humble myself. And said and then I said I'm gonna shut up so you can talk. I just want to get out. Why is Omari Marcus? Marcus, you're not listening to me. I called you. I, nigga, I called you. I called you this morning, Marcus. Why is Omari? Why is Omari? I'm trying to talk to you, but you're yelling at me. You're yelling at me. Nigga, fuck you, bitch. Yeah, nigga, hang up. You fucking bitch. There you have it. Marcus Houston hanging up the phone on some bitch ass shit. I'm sitting up here. Trying to keep it cool with these people, trying to be nice, be the godly man that I am, forgive someone who who had sex with me at, 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 as I was as I was under the age of 18 years old. I got Amari going around saying that I have bipolar and that I take pills. I've never been diagnosed with pills or die or 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 or, or, or I've never taken pills or never been diagnosed with bipolar. So I don't know why Amari would go on the radio and say that Raz has bipolar acting like it's a game. And then he hangs up. He hangs up because he's lying. He, he hangs up because he's lying. He hangs up because he's lying. So what's the big deal? What's the hold up? Like, what's the hold up? Then that kind of suppressed. It died down. Raz B retracted this statement. But resurfaced again with these statements in 2019 like i just said previously um in relation to the millennium tour now for those of you who don't know chris stokes is an american producer he is a record producer and a film producer also a talent writer or talent manager and screenwriter he is in fact related to rasby they are in fact cousins so that's what makes this particular story increasingly disturbing. So obviously, Rasby has come out to accuse Chris Stokes and Marcus Houston. Marcus Houston is not directly related to Rasby. However, Marcus Houston is Jay Boog, who is a member of B2K. That is, they those two are cousins. So it's you know quite it's yeah very sticky there's a lot of relative relative relations play cousins play aunties you know what i'm saying going on now for those of you who don't know which i'm not sure anybody doesn't know but i'm just gonna go over it anyway b2k is an american boy band that was active from 2000 to 2004 and again from 2018 onwards in 1988 the group was formed by chris stokes they released a self-titled album on march 12th 2002 they are best known for their songs um girlfriend and an end in my life i need a girlfriend do, do, do. and bump 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 yeah i like those songs i used to have btk cd i love btk growing up so when i found this stuff out was obviously when these accusations first surfaced in 2007 i was young i was about 
10 years old yeah 10 years old so i wouldn't have heard about any of this type of stuff but then them resurfacing in 2019 obviously i'm an adult now and that's my childhood and i'm just like hold up a minute what do you mean like huh like this is not cool this is not cool this is not great at all so moving on Rasby is not the only person that has come out to accuse Christos or Marcus Houston of these type of allegations. His brother, Ricky Romance, aka Ricardo, who is in fact now in prison for an R charge of two women, one of which was pregnant, had also accused Christos of doing this. He has him on recording, and I'm talking about Christos here saying, I don't do that anymore. What about the way that she feels? I don't, I didn't call the bus with you. I just don't do that in my life no more. That's what I'm saying. I'm a whole, you haven't been in my life. You were in my life before, Ricky. If you was around me now, you go, what? That's not my cousin. He molested motherfucking my brother. And he molested me, nigga. Nigga. And I say that, man, it hurts. My family, man. They gotta love my family. What about what I do? What about how I've changed? What about, what about my mom? What about the love that you got for her? What about the way that she feel when she left out of... You over-talking me, Chris. That's what you famous for doing. You famous for over-talking people so that you can be white, Chris. As soon as I get ready to talk and say something... That was up years ago. I don't do that no more. I go sit like the bottom line. Is that I don't feel like getting on the phone fucking with my cousin. Nigga, I, don't, I didn't call the fuss with you. following some accusations so obviously people have heard about these types of things and they have then gone to chris stokes dms on instagram to tell him that he is a chester chester child minister and he has responded back saying i didn't do that that was his brother that did that now rasby has not denied that his brother ricky romance allegedly molested him however he said that he has sorted that out he has resolved that within those two so for me i just want to point this out just because this particular allegation against ricky romance is quote-unquote true does not mean that chris stokes is in the clear so for me the way i see it is it was happening to ricky he then perpetuated this type of behavior on his younger sibling raz and then it was also happening to raz by chris stokes because you have to understand that when uh they, they were children at the time we're talking about 11 12 13 so how do i say this without sometimes kids can perceive this type of behavior as being normal because it's happening to them so much that it just becomes a way of life and you know how 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 impressionable children can be and how impressionable children actually are that they will mimic this behavior now with that being said that's true whereas this is also true where this is happening to a child and they feel so angry about it and they don't have any control so in order for them to sort of quote unquote get that power back they will perpetuate this type of behavior on somebody who is weaker than them and sort of take out that anger on them by exhibiting the same behavior if i am not a psychologist but from 
you know just basic common sense and the research that and you know the knowledge that I have about human behavior that's what I can sort of pinpoint and then fast forward into Ricky's adult years sometimes and this is not to excuse these charges against Ricky or these are not to excuse these charges at all by any means necessary but sometimes some people won't find sexual pleasure by having sort of sex in a normal way especially if these types of things have been forced on them since a young age they will only find pleasure in the risque behavior if you know what I'm trying to say they will only find pleasure in sort of reenacting some of these things that have happened to them that's not to excuse it it's absolutely horrible what happened and what he did absolutely however and that I, I i mean to give like an explanation and to you know because chris stokes is literally using these allegations to try and sort of deflect and get himself out of the limelight get himself out of the fire but that doesn't get him out of the fire just because these allegations are true he could have definitely still done this and these behaviors still follow but anyway moving on so i'm going to read to you exactly what it is that um chris stokes had said so somebody had come into chris stokes dms and said to him nah multiple people said you are them you need to repent have a talk with god because what you did was evil and nasty so he replied to one instagram user and said it's not true stop with this his brother ricardo thornton awed him and is in jail in vegas for arring two girls look it up they have criminal records i never did anything to rise at b those are all lies another instagram user said chester chester child molester <laughs> it's not funny guys i'm not laughing it's just that that phrase just makes me chuckle anyway so they said chester chester child molester i can't wait until your time comes and you get what's coming to you you can't escape the wrath of god and he replies back again and says it seems like he copy and pasted this like he's got this saved in his notes but he said it is not true stop with this his brother ricardo thornton art him and in and is in jail in vegas for hiring two girls look it up they have criminal records i have never did anything to raz b those are lies so with that being said you see he's making it clear like he he's making it a point to say that ricardo is in jail for r and he didn't do anything to raz b now one thing that has come out allegedly it was what rasby is alleging is that chris stokes was doing the same thing to marcus houston and he didn't address that obviously the people didn't say anything about marcus houston in their um in their messages to him but he didn't address it he made it a point to say rasby now i would like to say this i definitely rasby has also said that it was other members that were touched too of the group he said you know little fizz um he also made mention of bow wow wow with yo with yay when my dogs at bark with me now if you get what i'm trying to say um him and little fizz were very close always together kind of started dressing alike also him and amarion were very close always together started dressing alike but um that's neither here nor there however rasby did make allegations that it was other people that were touched that were outside of the group too 
He was saying that Bow Wow used to come over very frequently. Be serving, you know, Christ, you know what I'm saying? Not religious, but when you really follow the examples and really trying to, you know, follow that lifestyle, you know, you can't live in the dark. You know what I mean? So it was very, it was very important for me to, you know, correct the wreckage of my past, especially when you had this thing called a retraction tape that, you know, that I had to do. Basically, um, you know, Fizz and Bug, they, you know, we were working on B2K, and they knew about these two secret meetings. One was at Mike Conception's house, and one was in Compton. And they had the knowledge. And, you know, obviously, it was a very serious matter, you know, Chris Stokes. Well, let's talk about that, Raz. A few years ago, you, you did make the same allegations, and then you retracted, you know, the, the allegations. Why? It was a lot of it was a lot of it was a lot of pressure. Um, it was also it was also two video two video cameras there. The and the rumor yeah. the rumor on the street is that there were people that supported Chris who hit you up who were paid to hit you up to shut you up. I heard the bloods. Let's keep it one hundred. Yeah, I, I heard, heard shit nice. Really? No, I mean it was there was there was no guns. It was more of a manipulated type of pressure, and there was two cameras there. Like I said, I was I wasn't ever trying to cause any problems you know but really i saw i see i didn't have any help and i still really don't have any help dealing with these situations other than jesus christ and my close family and friends but it's a, it's a crazy situation because you saw how much people cared about their public image to where they wanted me to actually go on camera and, and lie and you know take it back in a way to where the people already knew it was so much pressure and like i said i wasn't really in a position to talk about it I why chris and marcus wasn't fucking little fizz though like he was the one everybody thought was cute like yeah, he fizz has the good hair. hair and everything like he has he has great hair he's cute yeah. check this out. i'm about to throw that nigga completely under the bus that nigga was the first nigga to take it in his ass on my mama damn fizz damn oh, shots what? fired that's shots fired whoa 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 say that again little fizz was the first one to take it in his ass by marcus houston Ugh. <laughs> you know what? I kinda... You know that. Wait, there were rumors allegedly, allegedly that Fizz was with uh, Bow Wow. Was that true? No. Let me tell you like this. Bow Wow used to always come over to the house in Diamond Bar, and, and Bow Wow used to always come to our our spot. They used to always fit and bro. Bow Wow used to always hang around. Used to dress alike. And, I, and I've always seen some weird. I've always seen some weird shit before. Trust me, I've seen. Some... Raz. I, I gotta say, Raz, at, at some points in time when you do talk, you do sound like a, a woman who's been who's been ran through, and now she's scorned. And it seems like you just want to embarrass these guys sometimes. Like, I, like I have to ask you again, what is your overall purpose and motive? Speak for children all around the world that can't speak for themselves. Completely be vindicated. Put all the rumors and lies to truth. Everything, all the truth has to come to the light. You know what I mean? Well, you know, Raz B, man. Like I said before, man. Like the fact that you're not. You claim to be not homosexual, and you're coming out with this. You're a very secure individual, you know, and I, and I salute you, and I applaud you. And, I, and like I said, man, put the purpose before the profit, the message before the money. You, you, are, you, you are a symbol. You're a mouthpiece for people that, that, that can't speak. A mouthpiece. And, 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 and you know, you, you can't be promoting your album and talking about getting your anus tampered with all in the same sentence because nobody will take you I agree. Care. I think that's, yeah. that's some really good advice. That you, you should probably just really go... go. And one thing that I would like to point out is if you guys want to refer back to a previous, a very, very old MTV Cribs episode where, you know, the MTV Cribs used to be a really, really cool thing back then. The celebrities would show their houses, blah, 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 blah. Marcus Houston and Chris Stokes were living in a one bedroom apartment together at the height of Marcus Houston's career where he was making thousands of dollars, thousands and thousands. But they was only living in a one-bedroom apartment. Not a two-bedroom. One-bedroom. So that 
leaves me to question where was Marcus Hugan sleeping? Or where were you sleeping, Christox? Or one of you sleeping in the shower? Maybe? Or were you guys sharing a bed? Just there. Let me know. Now, we also know um, it has surfaced that Marcus Hughes did, did in fact, marry a 19-year-old girl. And he is, I want to say, 39, but let me double check. 39 years old. And she is 19 years of age. And allegedly, he met her when she was 16. And she was on the runaway list. Now, if you guys are familiar, in America particularly, child sex trafficking is very, 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 very rampant. And I'm here to tell you now that child sex trafficking is, in fact, a million dollar business. Okay? And it's not exclusive to America. Child sex trafficking happens everywhere. They ship children overseas. Yes, yes, they do. But if we... Actually, let me stay on this subject for just one more minute. So, yes, allegedly this girl was a runaway. She was reported as a missing child. Uh, Turns out she was a runaway child, da-da-da. However, when she was 16 years of age, 15, 16 years of age she was in the same circles as chris stokes and marcus houston so that concerns me because if she was reported as a runaway but she's staying with you guys did you guys not know who she was which is possible they might not have known who she was but she was given credit and that's producer credit on a lot of projects that chris stokes had produced in relation to marcus houston at the age of 16 I'm just gonna let you guys think about that for a second. What does that mean? So these are the types of things that people would do to try to cover their back when they're having like a young girl around, or not just a young girl, but a young person around with no parental guidance, like her parents aren't there. So how do we sort of make it legal or put the legalities into place as to why she might have been there you give her producer credits and this that and that you give her credits on certain things you put her name on certain things you put her name you know what i mean you these are the types of things that they do obviously marcus houston is best known for his role in sister sister with tn samara and for him being a member of hit boy boy band group immature so there are some sort of disturbing pictures that have surfaced and i I don't want to say surfaced because they've been around for a long time and i say disturbing only because of the accusations that have recently come out because for me if you see like boys in their boxer shorts that's not really a weird thing to me i'm i'm not sure maybe i'm the weird one but i'm kind of used to that like it's not it's not such a taboo like girls in underwear like no 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 absolutely not but boys in underwear is kind of like kind of not normal but it's not as bad i guess as it would be if they were girls however you do see marcus houston and two other members lying on the bed in their boxer shorts yeah then there are some pictures of b2k getting undressed so who is taking these pictures why are they taking pictures of young boys and they're not of age yet i mean the age of consent in america in certain different states are you know different it ranges from 16 to 18 21 whatever the case may be but still these are still young men and somebody is just taking pictures of them in their underwear and not when you think about it that's kind of strange right it's not like they're in swim shorts 
you know or at the beach and in their swimming trunks or whatever the case may be they are definitely in their underwear lying in a bed so i'm going to add in a few clips of rasby talking and confirming with a young man by the name of quindam who was also um quite popular back then he was an r&b singer and he had some hit songs and all of a sudden he was just not around anymore and at the height of his career nothing went wrong he had hit songs he was making number ones all of this stuff everybody was buying his cds buying his records and then we did not hear about him ever again so he also alleges that chris stokes touched him these are two people coming out to allege that Chris Stokes touched him. I laid there on the floor. Chris was on the bed. Marcus was right there next to me. Once he tried to penetrate me, and then I told him I was bleeding. I said, it hurt. Are you talking about the same room with the burgundy stuff in there? What? Was at the time we was in the room was did that was the couch like red burgundy like the burgundy couch was it burgundy? No, it was oh, no, blue. It was his bedroom. Chris's room. I was laying outside the bedroom. I was in Chris's bedroom. He had big eyes, uh, polo pillows, and he had a polo teddy bear with a polo shirt on the teddy bear. Mm hmm. Are you talking about the Chris had? Are you talking about that wooden bed Chris had? That real high wooden bed? Yes, 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 nigga. Yeah, I know about that bed. Hey, on the side of that bed, on the left of it, was that little was it that little glass jar with the change in it and the little like futon? Was there a little? How do you know about that? Cause you were younger than me. Huh? How do you know about that? I said, how do you know about that? You were younger than me, so how do you know about that? Quentin, I'm trying to tell you, I walked through the same thing which you walked through. That first time that Marcus ever put his dick in my booty was in that it was in that room too. So Marcus fucked you too? Yeah. Wow. That, oh my god. That happened that happened like I believe that happened like twice. Like once there and then like one time like like in Vegas it was like me, Marcus and, and Chris. And like that shit. You talking? You talking about? You talking about? You talking about Chris's dick? You talking about Marcus or Chris's dick? I'm talking about Marcus's dick. Yeah. Yeah. He's and he's not circumcised. And he's not circumcised either. Marcus is not circumcised. No. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. He's not. And he asked me to suck his dick. I told him no. 
Man, I'm sorry. It's me and Marcus being in the showers. He made heat arrange everything. It was so crazy. Yeah, Chris did the same shit. See, Chris would try to work through the kids and work through Marcus because he already got Marcus at a young age. And he would work through Marcus to see if. Shit is sick. Man, you sick. You know what? This is the type of stuff that makes me upset. That's nasty. Yeah, I mean, yep. Our, every everything that you talking about, Quinn. I used to walk through the same shit. Chris used to have me have sex. I used to have to fuck Chris all the time. To where it, it was like, man, this shit's like it's not even. This shit is nasty, my nigga. I'm like, I'm really looking at this nigga like this nigga really is gay. Like this nigga really do like this shit, and I have to participate and do this shit. When can I stop? Perpetrator. That's what he's what you call an incest perpetrator, dog. Someone that's close, someone that's close to you, that's like a father figure that would just fucking straight mislead you and take advantage of you. Got platinum plaques and tell you you're not gonna do this if you're not gonna do this. You can't be here if you don't do this. And well, this is certain level, and then, you know, and you know, I don't know where the fuck my mind was. You know what I mean? It's a straight mind fuck control. Real talk. It was a straight manipulation. Nah, I got out too. It didn't work for me either. I mean. Let me guess, they threw your shit out somewhere. Yeah, they did. They did it. <laughs> they threw my, guess what? Off the walls. It was on uh, Cahunga Boulevard. Cahunga Boulevard, the old office, the old Get Hook yes. office. My nigga, yes. Cahunga Ventura. You talking about uh you talking Iris? About, you talking about uh the the, the dark skinned girl? Iris, the light skinned one. You talking about Jamila, I already know, that's why I said I got this. Jamila. Yeah, Jamila. Yeah. Yeah, man, we share I mean, you ever So when you say Chris made you settle, hey, when you say Chris made you, Chris made you settle, like, well, like, what did Chris may have you settle with? Like, he tried to give you some money, or he, like, he made you sign some uh, gag order, or paper. Chris didn't give me shit, bro. It was just done. Did he ever threaten? He told my record company that I could not sing no more. He told my record company I couldn't sing. I was forgetting my words, which was bullshit. I was the best fucking singer in that camp. Okay, so you just heard what he had to say. You hear Rasby confirming details with him, and they all seem to be matching up. So, if we move on to an interview that Vlad TV had with Amarion, and you guys know Vlad TV is definitely a fed, so he asks questions in a particular type of way to get these people hemmed up, where Amarion does not deny that Christo's done anything to. Rasby, and in my opinion, he also alludes to 
there being some unsavory actions that took place between the whole group because if you hear he says he does say i definitely think something happened to him he also mentions trauma that we all face and to me the way i interpreted it is some people may have interpreted it as if he was saying you know just anybody in the world has gone through trauma and this is how they deal with it da, 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 da. but for me the way i interpreted it and the way that he said it and if you guys watch him pay attention to his body language he says trauma that we all face and he is very particular with his words so i definitely i'm going to insert the clip so you can listen for yourself but i definitely do think he was alluding to something that happened that he's aware of i'm going to say that he was touched or anything like that but you know i don't know i don't know before you guys decide to do the tour Raz B for years is just sort of a loose cannon. Okay. Uh, I've interviewed Raz B before. I don't know if you saw the interview or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was a whole Chris Stokes allegations. Mm-hmm. And then years later, you come forward with some pretty serious accusations uh, about Chris Stokes. Mm-hmm. And then just a bunch of just kind of just crazy behavior. Like he almost loses his thumb at one point. He's in China. Yeah. And it's just like really just a, a very... Someone that seems to be struggling with mental issues is what it appears to me from the outside looking in. Yes. As you're going about your life and doing this, and this guy who's connected to you is doing all this crazy stuff on the internet, how are you reacting to it? I mean, there was definitely moments where I was just like, I was just really pissed off. I was like so upset, you know what I'm saying? Um, But now in my maturity and really understanding you know, where he's at, I understand more. I understand better. So, yeah, I kind of let all that stuff go. Okay. With the Chris Stokes allegations. Yes. What is your take on that? Um, In reference to what? Well, I mean, he claimed that he was molested by Chris Stokes and everything else like that. Right. Uh, Which I, it's always I, been it's always been denied by all the other parties involved. There was never any proof, but mm. he kept saying it over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely think something happened to him. You know, I, I you can, think I I don't know what happened to him, but I think something happened to him. Okay. Yeah. Between him and him and Chris, or him and other people. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't think that it's, uh, I don't think it's, it's for me to really, you know, say whether or not, you know, anything happened. I, I didn't see anything happen, you know. Um, so I don't know. You know, I can't speak facts. That's why I like to speak on, so I like to speak facts. Um, so I don't, I don't know, but I feel like, you know, the way that he responds to certain things, something traumatic has definitely happened, so. What was your relationship with Chris Stokes like? Well, he, um, he, um, another part of the piece is that at the time he was married to um, my play auntie. And uh, that was the real connection there. Um, and I, I, have, I, have no, I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say about him. Okay. Well, all this happens. He kind of... It seems like Rasby kind of stabilizes at one point. Because by the time I interviewed him, it seems like he was kind of okay. 
Okay. And then that led into the whole B2K reunion tour. Yes. So you guys put this thing together, and it's huge. Like, people have been waiting 15 years, uh, sold-out shows everywhere. Right. Uh, how did it feel to finally get that tour back together? Things. Uh, I think, like... Looking in Minneapolis, he was arrested on domestic violence charges, and I guess that was the end of that. <laughs> All let me, right. Let me just well, let me let me just say this. Let me just say this. Let me just say this about uh, about Raz, because um, he's very passionate. He's a very passionate person. Um, he's obviously uh, publicly and personally had to deal with um, some some traumatic things. Uh, I think like everyone, everyone has. You know, um, the trauma might be different. You know, for you, but. You know, he's obviously been through some things. His, his heart and, and his, um, his, his effort is, has always been that. So even though, you know, he has suffered from some things like we all have suffered, you know, uh, he's always, he's, he's a good person, you know, and he always tries to do his best. So let's just say that about Rasby. You know, Rasby is a good yeah. person. You know what I mean? He just has, you know, some things like we all have. You know that we uh, that he needs to work out. So you know he's I believe he's working on that right now. So yeah, well I've interviewed him myself. You know, seems like a good guy, but it seems yeah. like he is fighting through his through his demons. And yes. uh, you know, hopefully at some point everything gets worked out and you guys do another huge tour. Yeah, with, with all the members. Yeah. Following this, Chris Stokes had recently left a comment on. Orion, which is Omarion's brother, blood brother, left a comment on his picture um, of him and his daughter. He's saying, you know, that's my baby. I'm so proud of her. Da -da -da -da. And he's leaving the fire, the spud and whatever the case may be. So Orion replies to Chris Stokes, tagging him, saying, take the lie detector test. Those comments have since been deleted, so you won't be able to find them again, but I've got the screenshots if you're watching me on YouTube. It seems to me that they are going through a lot of effort to sort of silence Rasby, to suppress him. He has mentioned that he had previously been blackboard in the industry and this, that and the third. So you guys seen a video clip that surfaced of Jason Lee coming out to say that they called Fox Soul excuse me, to put a stop to, because they had, uh, Rasby and um, Jason Lee had recently interviewed, and I'm not going to lie, I'm not a huge fan of Jason Lee, however, you know, if the interview ever comes out, I will be watching it just so I can follow the story and report to you guys what happened. Um, but yeah, so Jason Lee has recently come out to say that they had called Fox Soul to put enter the production serve and cease and desist. Rasby has also been served with cease and desist, but at this point, he is adamant that the claims that he is making are absolutely true and like I said I am inclined to believe him just from what it is that I have detailed to you guys. I haven't done a video like this in a long time because I just don't have the energy because you all know I'm on my mission uh, for self-love and I have the shirt on that was on Wendy yesterday so you can save that tweet. Um, you know 
I have been walking in my purpose lately and understand my responsibility with Hollywood Unlocked is much greater than the tea and always, uh, you know, spilling everybody's tea. My purpose is to be able to shed light on real conversations. We pivoted at my show sometime last year to bring you real issues, real conversations, and still have the wildness that we do. But I just got off the phone with Fox Soul, who you know airs our show. And tonight, we were airing Raz B's show, where he outlines in a very important way uh, the abuse, the alleged sexual abuse that he's endured as a victim of sex uh, violence from family members and people around him and uh, as an artist in B2K and as an individual in this world. I think oftentimes Rasby has been a headline uh, and he admitted in the interview to drug abuse and to alcoholism, but it was a very humbling conversation where he was talking about being raped as a kid. And I just got the phone with Fox Soul and they're telling me that there are people who allegedly victimized him that have sent a cease and desist letter uh, claiming that they were going to sue the network if they aired it. Let me just say this. I don't run from bullies. I'm not afraid of bullies. And I'm not going to be complicit in re-victimizing somebody who's alleging to be raped uh, or uh, somebody who is wanting to have their voice heard. This has happened to women time and time again when you see the Me Too movement, when you see the Time's Up movement, men, powerful men, people with money, shutting down victims. And so I've said to the network, and I will say to the people who allegedly victimized Raz, you can sue, you can threaten, you can harass, you can do whatever you want to silence Raz B, but you will not do that with Hollywood Online. You will not do that with me. So tonight, the show will not be airing. We're going to air a different show. And I ask everybody to tune into Foxhole to watch that show. But I give you my word, I give you my commitment. There will be lots of conversations with attorneys. And if I gotta call the FB motherfucking I and the police and the district attorney of Los Angeles myself, that show will air. And any person who is a victim of rape or molest or in any other form of attack on them as a child or as an adult who chooses to come to Hollywood Unlocked to have their story shared with the world, they will have that story aired. And if you wanna sue me, I will subpoena you. I will subpoena everybody there and I will depose you. And I will sit down and ask you questions. I will ask Rasby to describe your genitalia. I will ask Rasby to tell me what your dick looks like, the dick that you put in him. I will ask him and every other member of B2K and anybody else associated with that group or that time period to come forward and have a conversation about why you allegedly, and I say allegedly loosely, fucked a little boy. And so I'm really pissed right now and don't really have all the answers. And I'm not going to name any names here because I don't want to get sued, apparently. But what I will do is commit to the full resource of contacting all of my legal team and Fox Network to air that episode. That should be airing tonight, but understandably won't be because of concerns over the threats of lawsuits. I will also begin a copy of the cease and desist letter, and I will be airing that cease and desist letter. So to the audience who uh, uh, has grown with Hollywood Unlocked and appreciates my full transparency, best believe I'm doing my best in my due diligence. And to Raz, I'm doing my part to make sure that your voices continue to be elevated. And I ask everybody to support Raz and support Foxhole and Hollywood Unlocked as we uh, wade through this craziness. I don't know what else to say. So it's not a no for now. It's a it's coming soon. And I'm fucking pissed. So yeah, I'm gonna round this podcast up now by saying um Chris Stokes.
if that's what you've done, you definitely deserve to go to prison. Yeah, absolutely. You definitely deserve to go to prison for that thing, for that, for these things that you have done to these young boys, that you've used your position as an adult and also as a person in power to take advantage of these young boys in the most heinous and terrible way. And a lot of these clips that surface, these things that these young men are saying, well, Rasby is not young anymore, but what they are saying is incredibly disgusting and graphic. And I really don't think that, especially black men, black men would make something like this up. Because as you heard, um, but Rasby had come out to say, like, I'm not gay. Like, people are accusing him of being gay because he's mentioning these types of things. Like, a lot of the time in the black community, black men don't want to be labelled as gay. Particularly particularly if they're not gay. They don't, want that, they don't want that attached to their name. And like he said, he's not gay because he wasn't he was a child like he can't make these types of decisions as a child so check this shit out so i've been getting a bunch of calls from my loved ones people that support me and they're like take this down deal with this privately but i say yo they've ruined me publicly they've tried to smear my testimony make me out to look crazy got people looking at me sideways got people thinking that i'm gay and I'm not because I was molested by a pedophile. So this is how we do this. Since y'all want to try to shut me down publicly with sending out cease and desist letters, let's get in the room with the lawyers and let's take a polygraph test. I'm going to take the test. And when I take the test, you can, you can do whatever it is that you need to do. When you take it and when you fail, you take this fade and you take that bit. Because I'm tired of being bullied and I'm not going to be bullied no more. Oh, yeah. And I'm doing this polygraph test for all of my fans that support me, all my family and my friends that support me so I can move on with my career, move on with my life. Free me. Yeah, like I, like I said, there, there are a lot of crazy things that go on in Hollywood. And do you know what? Before I end this podcast, some people have come up to say, you know, this is Hollywood. These are types of things that they do. It's a ritualistic thing, blah, 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 blah. But for me, I want to say this. And I hate to bring the mood down, but I mean, the mood is already down. But if we go back to slavery times, and this is not to make an excuse for Chris Stokes by any means necessary, I'm just going to give you guys like an idea of where these types of behaviours may have come from. If we go back to slavery times, you guys are familiar with the term butt breaking. That was when the slave masters would, um, are the slaves, they would choose the biggest and the strongest slave man out of the crowd and are him in front of all of the slaves to show them who is in charge and that was called buck breaking so i recently saw a video on twitter about and i've also read stuff about animals who are released from captivity and i saw a video of a bear who was released from captivity she had been in captivity for about 20 years and all she could do is walk in circles because she thought that she was still in a cage So I say all of that to say, where I detailed in earlier in this podcast, behavior is learned and is also passed down. So if, you know, slaves were being butt broken in front of their, you know, in front of the entire plantation, to be quite honest with you, then imagine what that man 
has felt and absorbed what he's endured what he's experienced and then what he then goes and takes home to his family because they they still did have families uh, even though they were separated from their families yes but they still did and you know there were children who were products of slaves and then you had they were released from slavery this that and the third so just think about that lineage that continuation of this type of behavior being passed down and then we get into a realm like hollywood for example which is the you know there are puppet masters in hollywood strings are being pulled from all types of directions and it is in a way similarly ran to the way plantations were run in the past so i'm i just say all of that to say these types of behaviors don't just come out of nowhere so for me it's not a ritual ritualistic thing it's that that's just for me and i'm not saying i'm just saying for me because we do see this happen a lot and we're hearing about these types of allegations coming out a lot especially to do with like sex and these types of things it's, it's very disturbing and strange how many things come out to do with that so that's why i just want to point out that people are saying oh it's a ritual oh it was your rite of passage like yeah it may have well been but you also have to think about things on a deeper level like okay where did that start from how did that even happen you know what i mean where did these behaviors come from and i'm not trying to say that these type of behaviors only originated from slavery i'm just saying look at the continuation of what has happened and the types of behavior that these people may or may not have learned now with that in that regard with that being said um this is particularly one of the reasons why i don't advocate for sex work like that's not something that i feel like is cool and this is not to speak down on any sex workers um because obviously live your life like get your money how you get it but for me sex work is considered the oldest profession on earth right but if you think about this thousands of years ago thousands and thousands of thousands of years ago of how women were treated this is even before slaves were sold women were sold to people for that very reason so if a woman didn't have any rights within her body to say you know that's not happening and trust me um somebody being odd is as old as anything it definitely is it, it dates back now we live in the modern times where we can determine what's right what's wrong but it's not like a modern day thing it definitely happened thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago where these things used to happen okay but then if you think about this where women were slaves were sold for their body back then and sold to men sold to this person sold to the highest bidder why would i now advocate and say yeah women just sell your body like i would never that's just not my 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 thing but that's just me though and i'm I'm not saying that to put anybody down or put anybody on blast it's just um a side note as to why i don't advocate for sex workers it's it's not i I don't it's not the most savory thing for me and it's just not great and if you think about this like somebody is entering your body in a way that stimulates it's like somebody is entering through your second brain if you think about it that way and for men too because they also have a, a g spot up there so sex and spirituality ties pretty closely to me so i definitely don't really feel like it's a great idea to have so many people going into your cavity in that way 
and it is even scientifically proven that every time that a woman has sex with a man she stores some of her some of his dna in his brain and i'm sure some of you guys are familiar with soul ties but anyway i would detail sex and spirituality in another podcast if you guys are interested so do let me know if you want to hear about that so yeah i'm gonna round up this podcast today thank you so much for listening and oh i know that was a lot but do something positive today breathe meditate go for a run if you can <laughs> just do something great just do something good just do if you see yeah just do something good today just do something great that's that's what i want to finish up with take care thank you so much for listening to my podcast today you can find me on anchor fm google Podcasts, spotify breaker pocket cast radio public and youtube my name is miss gracie pacey and you can find me on twitter at gracie pacey ldn that's g-r-a-c-i-e p-a-c-e-y-l-d-n and instagram at miss gracie pacey that's m-s-g-r-a-c-i-e-p-a-c-e-y if you're listening to me on youtube please don't forget to like comment and subscribe to my channel for more podcast episodes like this and if you're listening to me on any other platform please don't forget to follow me so that you'll be updated when i drop my next episode you were listening to talk to me now featuring miss gracie pacey brats aesthetic but barbie is the brand bye